0: Power Canadian lifters. Pure passion, real results. What you put in your body should matter. Pure Vita Labs PVL supplements are clean, tested, and approved. Powering athletes for over 25 years. They also power the KOTL podcast. You could trust PVL. Use code KOTL15 for partnership pricing at PVL.com. Now let's get back to the show. The boys are here. We got... Arian Messi Kimesi, um Abdul Suleiman, a.k.a. Mo, and Rory, the Lynchpin Lynch. And this is the Arnold UK Preview Show. Gentlemen, I just wrapped up doing a podcast for Chance Mitchell. It's going to be on his podcast channel. It won't be on the KOTL one. However, I got an announcement. I should have fucking let you guys do your picks first and said they're is solidified. He, you can't go back. They're solidified. Is he, is he out or something? Chance Mitchell's is pulled out of the Arnold UK due to injury. God. Oh. Oh. Now look at Mo trying to hold back his smile, doing a terrible job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mo was like, I just might have picked up some dough right now. I might have got a check right now.
1: Nah. <laughs> now he didn't but, uh, pick up some. But,
2: uh,
1: d- but he um, picked up some mo may have doubled his money from 1500
0: to 3000 but we'll see I know that's that's where <laughs> mo's mo like oh i'm so sorry to hear that he's already spending the money in his mind he's, like, he's already he's like i'm gonna take my girl out for dinner i'm no. gonna <laughs> but uh yeah so apparently he had some injuries sure. um and he started coming back from the injuries a little bit but he's they're starting to re-aggravate now that he's ramping it up back up because he doesn't have a lot of time. So he's like, look, mm. this is probably isn't a good idea. Especially right now, he'll put a pause on it and he'll be fine. But um, you never know if you go full out, max out after traveling, then that's when you know, it's not worth it. It's just not worth it. So yeah. Chance Mitchell is officially out of the Arnold UK, but we still got, man, this thing is still stacked. Um, The amount of world... People with world titles and world records or or meddling at the world championships in the Arnold UK this year is really high. And uh, also obviously anybody, I'm sure we mentioned this before, but just in case nobody knows, Anatoly is out. He pulled out about three, four weeks ago, though. But just a reminder. And that's another thing. Chance is like, look at Anatoly's comeback. This is the 2021 IPF World Championships best lifter. If I was going head to head with him, you gotta have pause and be like, fuck. Him but he pulled out too. So a chance is like, okay, now the risk, you know, risk reward, if you could try to take down the returning King, um, that'd be, that'd be huge. Uh, but it is what it is, fellas.
1: With Anatoly, it was an injury, right? It was like a visa issue or something. That's right.
0: With Anatoly, it's still an ongoing visa issue, which is it's difficult because you see people at the world championships and the open, the world championships and juniors people coming from Ukraine. So I don't know how it works. Obviously it's, a very convoluted situation over there but there are other people who can get out but he can't get out. I've talked to him in DMs and it's just not possible. So hopefully that changes in the future for at least Euros and you know hopefully beyond that.
1: Yeah. And I was trying to remember on the women's side was uh Jad originally on the nominations and she pulled out.
0: Uh well she got injured at Junior Worlds. Yeah. So I can't remember if she was originally on the nominations or not okay. but um I've talked to her in the DMs about the injury and it's still like the, you know, Deads isn't amazing. She'll be okay in the future. But yeah, this would be a huge no right now that she just literally could not, no matter what. So yeah.
2: Yeah. I was going to say quickly, like to your point you just mentioned, there's a bench in the bench equipped. There's a lifter from Ukraine actually competing on late first. So it's surprising that Natali can't get out. I don't know how it works, man. They got to get and him maybe out.
3: It may a regional thing. Um, yeah. As you're aware, Ukraine is having a pretty big war at the moment, but there's different areas that have been affected to different extents. Um, so it's, yeah. it's possible that it's, it's original about like how, how how easy it is to travel.
0: That's true. I mean, there's so many variables that could be taken in, but um, yeah, it is what it is for now. We'll let, keep everybody updated. Obviously, when he finally returns, it's going to be huge news and we'll all eyes on that. But fellas, let's do our top four in the men's and women's, for anyone listening, the Arnold UK is going to be based off of uh, good lift points. So it's not, you know, division, like there there is weight classes, but it's not the head to head. It's the good lift points. And whoever has the best good lift points is going to collect these checks. Arian a quick reminder what these checks are. Sir, do you happen to have that in front of you?
1: Yeah, for the classic power thing, for first place is three thousand euros, men and women. Second place is fifteen hundred, and then third place is a thousand. And for like those who want to know the US conversion, like the US dollar is dollars pretty strong right now. So it's pretty much one to one. So it's basically three thousand, fifteen hundred, and a thousand US as well.
0: There it is. Okay, fellas. Um do you want to start in the men's or women's?
3: Stop I mean, with men's. I feel like the that's... women's is gonna be a little spicier. You dropped yeah. chance
1: on us. Yeah. So let's go with the men.
0: Okay. I'm going to give you my number four pick for the men's division. I think French shooter Rico Baden had, he didn't have the world's junior world's experience that he wanted, but I believe he has the ability to hit around 825. If you look at his lifts, If he got that squat to depth and the squat wasn't a major power issue, just a little bit lower, that would have been his. Um, The deadlift, I think he has that in him. I think he could hit that. I think with the proper adjustments, I think Riku does hit those two lifts. Uh, I'm not saying he's going to do the exact same temp selection, but the world's being not that long ago. If we put him at an 825, that's 107.93. Now, of course, whatever his body weight happens to be coming in at, if it's exactly 93, that's what I punched in. But you get the point. And I'm going to take Rico. Now, obviously, it's very close. James Adcock um, coming from the UK. He's in the UK for this. So travel is going to be nice for him. And him and James are neck and neck. And if somebody wanted to argue and swap James in there, cool. Um, Owen Hubbard's in the mix. we got quality lifters in in the men's side. And the battle for the 105 is going to be very deep. But I'm going to go with Rico. Oh, Who
2: wants
0: to go next? Uh, yeah. Bo, you look like you want to go for a second there. Uh,
2: I'll, I'll go next. Um, so I think I've taken off at least 10 to 20 kilos off Rico and James' best total just because they literally just competed about two weeks ago. Now, for me personally, whenever I compete, I feel the week after the competition, I can feel good. The week after that, I just feel completely drained. So I don't know how well they'll be able to perform after going almost all out two weeks ago. But because still still a very strong lifter, but someone who's been sleeping or who's more of a sleeper coming into this meet is common called am Kristen Ayodokun. Mm. I don't know if anyone's heard of him. He's a British lifter who competed as an 83 KG lifter last year, but he was very injured. Um recently he's been competing in the UK. As a 93 kg lifter And his recent meet He did 815 kg At 94.5 kg body weight Ooh, wow! And, and this was like RP7, RP8 lifts So that was a 275 kg squat Ridiculously easy A 192.5 kg bench And a 345 kg deadlift So I think he's been pushing Because he wants to make The GB Euros team He wants to make a statement That he's he, he, he didn't do well He didn't go all out in nationals Because he was still injured but for this meet, he's planning to make a statement and hopefully secure his spot on the Euros team. So I think he'll be trying to hit at least 820 kg, if not more, as a 93 kg lifter. So I've taken him for my fourth position, or for my third. My third or fourth fourth position lifter? Fourth. Fourth.
0: That's right. See, that's where... Yeah. And that was what I yes, was first. kicking around in my end, too, is if Rico, how he's going to be feeling. Now, obviously, James going through the same thing as well, um, who's just at Junior Worlds, and that's the big intangible. If you're anyone's going James or Rico... Um, what are you thinking, Arian?
1: Uh, yeah, so now I have like mixed things up. Like you know, I have moved my fourth place person to third, so now I'm like, okay, who am I going to pick for my fifth? And it definitely is a mix of all these guys you're saying. I agree with Mo that like with Rico and with James, they just competed, so it's hard to get right back to heavy training and peak again for this. For James, since he moved up the weight class, the weight cutting is probably easier or non-existent, and he's at home. For Rico, he's got to make the weight cut and the travel again, so I think those are some hits against them. But yeah, I think if Rico can come and make his third squat that he got called on for depth at Junior Worlds, then he can take a more conservative deadlift than what he missed at Junior Worlds. He could potentially be in the range. So I was thinking, yeah, he needs somewhere between 820, 825, depending on body weight as well. If he makes the 93s or if he just chooses not to make weight. Um, With Owen Hubbard, I think he's also a possibility because – at worlds he took the huge jump to go for placing on that final deadlift so it doesn't show like his true total he jumped mm-hmm. from 280 to 302.5 so who knows if he could have done 287 or 290 or something like that the downside for him that i saw is he did european bench press and he weighed in at 89 kilos he's done this before where he's cut from 88 to 89 back down to 83s um, but it just depends on how many times you can do that. You're getting older and, and stuff like that, how much is going to take a hit on you. But if he can get, I think, somewhere between 7, 7, 780 and 785, I think he will be a threat. And then a uh, similar thing to Mo was saying on Christian, I went back and looked looked at his meets from last year's Worlds, and he's gone from like a 712 to a 775 to an 800 to now 815. So he's progressing very well as he's gaining weight. And I couldn't find anything on him. I don't know if he has an Instagram. I don't know if he posts up his training. I couldn't find it. So I'm picking. Okay, yeah, it does. Yeah. i I'm, I'm picking based on no training footage. I'm taking Christian as my number four as well because oh. I think the amount, the amount of progress he's made and the amount he's been able to fill his weight class. Same thing as Rico. If he can get to eight twenty to eight twenty five, and he's done eight fifteen, then I think he can be there. But I literally the points I calculated were really Christian at one hundred seven point six, Rico at yeah. one hundred seven point five six and Owen at 107.28. So they're all very close. It just depends on what exactly they weigh and who pulls last and that kind of stuff.
0: See, I'm 107.93 for Rico with an 8.25. And if it dips a little, I mean, it depends. And and again, like what if Owen does compete, but he doesn't cut?
1: Yeah.
0: Or it doesn't cut as much. He doesn't have to be an 83.
1: So, so like I kept predicting, so I kept putting placing. So actually I had Christian at... um five which now moves up to four and behind him i had rico then owen and then james so yeah i had owen lower because of how much that weight cut and if he does fully cut or not
0: rory what are you thinking
3: uh obviously i'm doing this on the fly as well um but i think i am going to go with uh owen to come in fourth place with chance out um long time competitor he doesn't have to travel he you know he did the European bench champs but before that he was like his last you know full power meet was uh June so that was like you know far enough ago now that he has had a decent chance to recover um I like I originally was looking at uh, Rico and James but like you've all pointed out they competed like two weeks ago under like reasonably tough conditions in Turkey as well and so it's not even like they they're coming out of that sort of Probably feeling good. Um, they're, they're probably coming out of that feeling reasonably garbage, like most other competitors did. Most people seem to have gotten sick in some respect as well. Um, and so Owen oh, not having to travel very far—that's that's a big plus. Um, one mark against him is that he misses a lot of attempts a lot of the time, um, and that's uh, not not always great. Um, though I, I believe recently he has been hitting much at a much much higher rate than he used to. Um, So, yeah, take
0: fourth place. I would have it. All right, let's go into the top three, gentlemen. And I'll go first. For my top three, I was calculating Jaren's to hit a 792.5. Now, that's on the bigger side, I understand. But if he can hit a 792.5, which is around a five kilo plus from uh, South Africa, level 109.7 points and for me it's good enough to nudge over the fourth place finishers but not good enough to get past penna i'll put a pin in that and tell you where i see penna in a moment but i understand if some people are going to swap around penna for jurins this is a very close race and you got to have faith in penna and just depending on who you ask your your faith may vary if you ask people from france they're expecting 720 to 730 which is a monster total For contacts to listeners, the world record is 710.5. For me, I'm thinking, cruise into the 711 type, you know, 710 type area, um, well, like 711 beat the world record. But you know if you if you're a big penta believer, the spreads even bigger. I think the spreads enough to go past Germans, but I don't know if it's a 7 730. that's pretty crazy fellas mo you want to go next sir what are your thoughts
2: (laughs) um so i'm pretty close to you i have um at a 795 gauge total um has pretty much said he's not planning on pushing for arnold's he wants to reserve himself a euros and do the big push then but i think it'd be very good to do 795 relatively easy and i think he's got third place secured
0: arian what are you thinking buddy
1: so my original fourth that now i moved into third place i'm going with, with pana for my third place um from what i saw from his training he did a 270 squat he did a 170 bench and recently did a 282.5 delift. he did post a 290 delft as well but i couldn't tell if that was like a a recent training footage or if he was using it to show like he had missed 290 before now he got 290 so i didn't know when the date was on that big numbers but he's also posting he's 69 point something kilos so there's always the weight cut factor um his best, his nominated total is 700. I know these people are projecting 715, 720, 730. I like to give more value to the world records. Like those world records are hard to hit. Like mm. how many, like look at um, at worlds, only one person went over 700. Everyone else was lower than that. So I expect Panna to improve from worlds but I don't think he's going to get the world record total. So I projected his total and his body weight based on him not getting the world record total. And that's why I put him at third. And I think also he's uh, in threat of these guys below him, beating him. If he starts missing attempts, if he misses like a squad on depth and he has to repeat it, he misses a third attempt deadlift. And these all, all these other guys delve after him, then they can pull and try and beat him because third place is where you get your money. Fourth place doesn't actually get you any money. So I had Pena around 108 points, 108.3. So all these guys at 107 could jump up and steal it from him if he starts missing stuff. But I kept him in there for now. I think he's training is going well, and he's very uh, set on pushing and putting up a big number, and putting up a big number in the 6'6 kilo, kilo class is still going to help him with getting the points he needs.
0: Okay, quick question. So what do you have his total at?
1: Uh, I think six, I did it, I did it based on 695, I believe.
0: Okay. Um. It's... Here's the thing with Pena. If if he's coming in and there's a lot of people talking 720, 730, they're going crazy with this. Um, and that's like 10 to 20 kilos over the world record. That's a startling uh, change up. But if he comes in like that, what if he misses and starts missing and then he ends up way off the mark? You can't, you have to put together attempts, right? So that's the concession I have with it. If it's good to be confident, but if you were overconfident in missing your own mark, then you're starting to miss lifts. Now the propensity to miss your third deadlift when you miss your third squat is huge. You know it's like sixty-seven percent. Um, it's it's really big. So especially if you're grinding, you know, and you're emptying the tank for it. So that's where, you know, if you're a Penna fan, yeah, you the 30 talk is encouraging, but it could also be discouraging. It could also be how you start missing lifts when you start overreaching and start missing all your thirds. Holy smokes, can you fall back and really empty the tank? Rory, what are your thoughts, sir?
3: Uh, I'm also saying Panna for third, um, particularly with these big meets, particularly where you have to travel and you have to cut. I don't really understand how people come in with these uh, massive projections that are way over anything that they've done before, way over the world record. Like people generally don't rise to occasions like that when we've got these meets, right? It's, it's way more likely that people had something close to their best total, um, like Ari and I actually did 695, uh, was, was my guess for pattern, um, like close to their best total or maybe a little over their best total, but like 30 kilos over their best total, 20 kilos over the world record. Like uh, there's just, no, there's just nothing that supports that. Like, I don't, I don't know where that comes from unless you're looking at, uh, training numbers and then just assuming that that's going to be repeatable on the platform. Um, so, yeah, I've got uh, Panna third place with a 695.
0: Quick question regarding this, fellas. Panna breaks the world record. Do you think he gets a Sheffield invite? With his, and keep in mind, this is SBD, he's an SVD athlete. With his popularity in Europe and in France and everything he brings in as a lifter in terms of entertainment value watching him he fucking grinds the heart the showman he is when he get he, the crowd loves him because he is the grinder or whatever so all of that obviously helps because you are putting together sheffield is equality one world title let's say he breaks the world record so he's the number 166 of all time and you know, extremely popular and oh by the way an absolute showman who's going to put on a show do you give him that world that wild card
1: yes i'll, I'll- Mo, my man, quickly. <laughs> uh, I was going to say it, it may help him a little bit with the bench rule because now Eddie probably takes yeah. the hit. 100%. And so now so now maybe, yeah, you could bring a Pana in and Pana could be the top 66 at Sheffield and could be the top 66 at the end of this year. So there's all that potential there. But I think the fact they already have two 66s, they already have two 93s, they have all these other slots they want to fill in with. Uh, do they bring in Jesus? Do they bring in a Ray? Do they bring a, you know, Mikey Davis, all that stuff like that? I'm going to go out of limb and say, even if he breaks the world record total by a little bit, that they may already feel like they already have enough 66s, and they'll go with someone else.
3: Rory. Yeah. The other thing that they did last time when they were doing the selections is that they tried to spread out invitations not just uh, across weight classes, but sort of regionally. Um, and like, there's a few Europeans who already have invites, and so I, I like I think his performance would have to be really noteworthy to get an invite. I think it's much more likely that. Uh, like Arian said, that they'll try filling in some of the other slots before they would take another European lifter and another 66 kilo lifter.
0: This is you auditioning for Tim right now. Okay, gotcha. Um, let's. <laughs> I'm joking. So um, our number twos. I'll, I mean, this is the perfect segue. For my number two, I got Pena. I don't think he's going to be hitting the 720, 730. Hopefully, though, he if he aims to break the world record, is that's impressive enough. And if he aims to break the world record, I think it's within the means. His best is 700 to add 11 kilo on that is reasonable. The travel isn't anything crazy from France to the UK time zone change, et cetera. So it's relatively favorable. You know, a lot of people within the U S doing nationals, it's going to travel just as much as Penn is going to. So uh, same with Canada. So it's not, this is a decent setup for him to do so. Um, and he's riding a wave of momentum, so I'm gonna have him breaking the world record just by a stitch, and with a 110.83 good lift points and coming in second. Now, hopefully he doesn't go too crazy, or whoever's handling him and they start loading the bar crazy, so then he starts missing lifts because they're uh literally they think they're playing with you know 130 dollar 100 you know the budget's 130 or 730 sorry instead of a 711. But um, I'm gonna take Panda, and I do think. Pena breaks the world record. Yeah, I think we got enough wild cards where we could have people like, you know, Jesus, et cetera. But I think Pena will clinch a wild card um, or at least he's he's got to be in that conversation. It'll be very tough to, to look past Pena. I know they got another 66 in there to battle Eddie, but in terms of intriguing matchup in 66, you're going to have to have Pena in there to make it an intriguing matchup. Um, and that's just my two cents. And I think he brings star power and entertainment, blah, blah, blah. I already said it. So, Mo, who you got for your second?
2: Um, I think I'll also take Pana for my second. But this this is just based off, I think Pana will break the world record. Um, Listening to everything he's been saying so far, I think he's very committed to crossing 720 as a minimum. Um, So he will definitely be above 710, I think, on his second attempts, if everything is going well on the second deadlifts. It's a question of whether he makes that third deadlift or not and how terrible of a day I'm having. Um, So... I'll put Panna for second position, and yeah, I'll
0: go with that. See, that's the dangerous. That's the only thing I'm scared about is if he's like, well, pacing-wise, I should be at 7'10", based off my second attempts. But what if that's actually his third attempt? So he starts missing, and then it's like, oh, shit, once you start missing thirds, it gets tough, right? But um, I know. I, I mean, I got the same. I got Penna in second. Arian, what are you saying?
1: I like the split, how we have two people uh, saying he's going to break <laughs> the world record and two people don't. We'll see how it goes. For my second pick, I, I initially going in, I thought like the top three were like one group, like Safe, Chance, Mo, Jerns were like a safe group. And then with Fong Gang to Jap, I guess I'll just mention him from Cameroon, uh, who's nominated there at fourth at 10933 I can't find any footage on him. I can't find any Instagram. There's like one meet from many years ago that's in open IPF. He was nominated for Worlds. He didn't show up to Worlds. He's nominated here with one total in points. And then he's nominated for like Africans with a separate total and separate points. So... I basically just took him out. Like we don't know anything about Same. him until we see it. And then I thought that then the the other guys fall into like another group. Like Pana, Rico, all of them fall into another group. So I think Jerns is in a, in, a, in a safe spot that he can you know hit somewhere around his best total or maybe a little bit more. I think I put it at like seven ninety two point five total or something like that. Same. Based on based on he doubled two ninety squat in training. He did a one fifty five bench and a three ten delf is what I found, and he has the bigger delft than Pana. So if Pana does have a perfect day, and he hits that 109.8, whatever you said, uh, Ryan, where he hits like a 7.11 total at 66. Well, Jerns has a 320 Dillif. He pulls afterwards. He can put a little bit extra and take the placing back. So I have Jerns there for my second place.
0: Yeah, so for Pena to be 7.11, he'll be 110.83. And for Jerns to be 7.92.5, he'll be 109.7. But to your point, Uh. if Pena gets 111, he'll just – bump it up a little this is if they weigh in exactly on their marks too like
1: yeah i had Jones a little bit lighter because like his last meet at worlds he weighed 82 at nationals he weighed 82.2 at uh euros yeah. he weighed 82.1 so he's a little bit on the lighter side right Jones might might hopefully
2: come in because i don't know if you guys have heard Jones has a very he he's on before ipf worlds he was on 900 to one thousand two hundred. To five calories, so it was better than anything, yeah.
0: It was crazy yeah. like a thousand calories, which is insane. <laughs> um, look at Rory's face. He's like, What? Like, I, I don't not every yes. day, but yeah, it's, it's it was, it was. I told him we we're talking in DMs, so now though he's got Kedrick, um, from the Strength Guys doing his, his nutrition, so. I don't know his body weight might be a little heavier. Hopefully it is. Hopefully he's eating more and he'll probably feel stronger. And um, judging by his training, he feels stronger. But yeah, it's insane what his calories were at one point.
3: Um, Kedrick is not TSG anymore, by the way. Oh, he okay, is... sorry.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Uh, he's still with Taylor Eywood. That's what threw me off. But yeah, but yeah. Um, Rory, what are you saying? Uh,
3: like Ariane, I am also correct, and so I'm going to say Juritz. Um Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, we, we, we've, we've been saying for a little while that uh, if Durance can put together a perfect day, he's good for about 800. Um, and of course, I never believed that people are going to put together perfect days until they actually do it. So I'm discounting a little bit on that. And I'm sort of saying, again, same as Ariane, I swear we didn't share notes, but I was saying something in the sort of 790 to 795 range for Jurens, um, which based on me thinking that Panner is not going to go, you know, 715 plus, puts him so puts little ahead um so i did note that he based on sort of mo's best good lift points he needs about 800 depending on exact body weights to catch mo and i did also note that he would need 830 to catch chance but i guess that that is irrelevant now
0: right uh so we all are really cool i got jerns as 792 and a half for his total so we're we're all pretty much in agreement with jerns it's penn of us the wild card which you could see why because the talk on penn is insane depends on which story you buy into you guys actually have him hitting lower than his all-time best which could happen as well We'll have to see,
1: but, Um, but I mean, when you're, when you're coming off of COVID and a upper body injury, it's not like your number is going to shoot back up to PR levels again. So he did the six seventy, and we're saying, Hey, he's going to put 25 kilos onto that total. He's just not going to be back up to PR levels yet.
0: Yeah. I think he he competed at silent worker though. And was pretty like quite a bit higher, higher, like a
1: week later. but he, when he did the 707.5, he was not a 66 kilo lifter as well. So like, he hit 260 squat, the silent worker meet, weighing 67 or 68, whatever it was. He's never been able to replicate that in the 66s. Mm. He's always done like 240, 250, 252, something like that. So again, he's doing 270 as a 69, but let's see how much it hits when he has to drop three kilos.
0: These are fair points. Uh, Pena is definitely the guy that's hardest to predict. Um, Mo. I'm picking yeah. you as my number one, sir. I've got you, and I'm going to read your face on this. <laughs> I got your total floating around 910. I don't know if that's, I don't know where we're going to be at. You post, but you don't post a shitload like some people. So you're a hard guy to track. So I'm posting 910. Um, I've read some of your captions and some of them you're talking like it's not a great prep. Then I talked to the Sabato boys, and he's like, He always talks like that. And then he shows up and does the thing. So I don't know, man. You're a tough guy to read, but I got you around 910, which is fucking a big total. And, um, we'll see what happens after that. Euros, worlds, and everything beyond. So that'll give you a 112.35 and the big check. And, uh, that's my pick, my friend. Now, let's let Mo talk afterwards. Obviously, you know it is what it is. But he's not going to say too much, but we'll see. Maybe, maybe he's, maybe he's like, "I'm going fucking 950. He's
1: like, "I told you, motherfuckers." Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, but, uh, Arian, where, where are you at, sir? With your number? Sure, one I'll,
1: I'll I'll jump in. I got our boy Money Mo, man. First Money place, Mo, now. that's his new name, Money Mo. So what what I've seen from oh, his training. Man. What I've seen from his training, he posted a 285 triple on squat, which to me, it doesn't really predict where his squat's out for me. So I don't know if he's hiding some singles and that kind of stuff. Then I saw he did a 360 double on deadlift. Which is uh, really solid, so I thought he has potential for a delof PR, and I I thought he'd be a battle with Chance, like a separate as a separate battle of who can have the biggest delof, because I think they would have been like neck and neck if Chance was competing. And then Mo just posted up the uh, what was it was it two hundred a uh, bench Mo? Yeah, two hundred bench. Yeah, 200, 200 bench. He posts up today. He gave me some new data. It was maybe a little bit quick on the pause, but overall it looked was. good. Uh, <laughs> It, it moved fast uh, Mo's still filling out the weight class so probably doesn't worry about cutting weight he, he's at home so it's easy travel or like that so I had him right around I think similar to you 902.5 maybe 905 kilo total around 10, 111.9 to 112 points something like that so if Chance had had an off day or Chance hadn't like cut down the 93s because he didn't want to break the world record and was like a light 105 maybe Mo could have given him a run for his money and been like the final pull for placing everything like that but so Chance is out I think Mo now is going to be the heavy favorite to take first.
0: I think he's dipping into the 900. See, I got him a little more. I got him 910, but not a load more. It just depends on what happens. I'm trying to fucking read Mo's face when I say this, but my hey. man is... My it, man it's, is,
1: uh... it's tough and yeah maybe mo has more data but like i told you on the squat i don't have much data and on deadlift with some lifters especially sumo when you double something the first rep is difficult and then the second rep is easier and it may project to a bigger number than than it is in reality so i was thinking maybe he could do a 375 377 deadlift nothing nothing like a huge pr
0: what are you thinking rory
3: I've also got Mo winning now that Chance is out. What I what I actually was looking at is what he would need to overtake Chance uh, under like reasonably good conditions and that was going to be 935. Um, Holy fuck. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, a so hell to, to, of a so to, beat, <laughs> to beat to beat Chance's world's uh good lift points um which I like Chance might not have been able to replicate um but like that that was sort of what the the baseline I was using was uh and again depending on exact body weights um, I think I used one of 4.5 or 104 I don't remember exactly but it was something like that that I used um he would have needed a 935 um and I was looking at it and I was like no fucking way um <laughs> unless Mo was about to come in and be like actually that's exactly what I made him for yeah and I I more realistically <laughs> had him again small PR total around sort of 905-ish
0: okay, okay. so what is your what can you tell us Moe what, what are we looking uh, at
2: um, everyone's called perfectly I think um, even myself depending on when you'd ask me this question um, if you'd asked me like two weeks ago I'd have been crazy and probably been calling random numbers but yeah. I think after after going through the reality of press <laughs> um, I think ideally the goal realistic like just 11 the goal last year for, not last year but earlier IPF Wars was nine ten. so mm. we we thought we needed that to actually medal or podium or get close to podium sport so ideally it would be to come in and hopefully get close to that or hit that uh Arnold's.
0: dog holy fuck! did i so it's me i said nine ten. so when i said I 9 10, you were like oh shit my man is right <laughs> on the queue with what uh what my <laughs> my goals are i mean you know you gotta hit it but the thing is like favorability yeah. in terms of like it's in the uk so like travel how, how far away is this event from you
2: uh it's a four-hour train so it's not crazy wow. far i'm going the day before yeah Oh that's
0: that's not gonna affect you at all.
2: Yeah. You know that, and I'm also uh, commentating, so it'll be fun. Yeah.
0: Oh no shit. How's that gonna work? Well in terms uh, of schedule. I, I don't know, yeah.
2: <laughs> I don't know. But I'm commentating on Friday and I'm also commentating after but- I compete. So yeah. <laughs>
0: okay.
1: I was going to say the schedule is not bad because the equipped Powell thing is Friday at 11 a.m. So it's not like he has to wake up super early and they're not long sessions because there's not that many lifters. And then Mo competes Saturday morning at 11 a.m. And then boom, he's done. He can do the uh, women's in the afternoon and he can do the equipped bench on Sunday if he needs to. So it okay. shouldn't be too difficult. Just I, was don't the sleep same, for it. I was thinking the same thing with Pana when we, I think we had, dis- we had discussed in our group chat is like Pana can compete first uh, at 11 a.m. And then the women don't compete in the afternoon. So then if he needs to help out uh Turbo Tiff, whatever like that, he's done with his lifting. He's not like loading plates and stuff like that before he has to go for a world record.
0: Yeah, no kidding, man. Um Yeah, as long as you get your sleep, man, you're good. Don't cut your sleep just to like commentate on, you know, but whatever you yeah. do, you. Some people get up early anyways. Um Speaking of Turbo Tiff, let's break into the women's. Now, this is pretty close. In terms of the women's, let me pull up. Arian's, uh, Arian just had written, has written an article. Actually, we're going to post up on the king of this page. Um, but amongst the women, we have a freaking crazy all-star cast. Um, I mean, Bobby Butters, who's broken world records, you know, a world's medalist, multiple time world's athlete, uh, Maria or Marta Jenner from Norway, uh, was number one nomination going into the 69 kilo IPF world championships. Took a silver medal, I believe. um, Losing out to Chandler Bab who retained her title. But Marta Jenner. Faced a little adversity off the platform there. So let's see what she puts together. If she can put together, you know, that pinnacle performance. And really make a statement. Possibly getting a wild card herself for Sheffield. Uh, Of course, France's Noemi Alabaire. Two-time 52-kilo world champion. Just running away with this world record now in the 52-kilo class. It's her and then it's everybody else. Um, So everyone's very eager to see what she does. Will she break a world record? I don't know because she has punched her ticket to Sheffield and it doesn't make sense to shoot yourself in the foot. If you break the world record, all right, if you do it by 0.5 or whatever, um, have fun because you're just adding another half kilo, but you're certainly not going to run away with it. Even if you think you can Italy's Chiara Bernardi, junior, former junior world champion lifted at the world championships, Ivana Horna, former open world champion representing Slovakia, um, Sophia Ellis, Annie Nelson, a little one-two punch there from the UK in the 76 and 63s. Fellas, it is world-class. All of these ladies have lifted at the world championships, and some of them have won world titles, broken world records. You know, the women's side is absolutely stacked. Now, having said that, all of those women I just said, like Naomi Aliber, who is the greatest 52 we've ever seen, don't make my top four. That's how fucking competitive this is. First off, and it's it's good lift points. So no email of could raise her hand and be like, "I'm the greatest 52 of all time." I think the good lift points are fucking me a little bit, if I'm honest. But it is what it is. Now, who does make my top four? It's the big question. I'm going to start off in the number four position. UK zone, UK's finest, Joy Namani. I believe, oh. will get a 495, which is a small PB. I think her her best is 492 and a half, or is it? Is it 495?
2: I think 492. I think it's is
0: it 492? So a small PB.
2: 482. Not 492. 90, no, 490. Four,
1: four, 492 at a local meet. Yeah.
0: Okay. So a small personal best. Um, she's obviously it's in the UK. Favorability in terms of travel time zone, yada yada. But instead of jacking up her total, yeah, it's tough. She's at the top end, she's been at the top end. Multiple time world champion in the 52s, multiple time world champion in the 57s. You know, gains are going to come slow. I think she'll nudge into a 495. And I got Join Imani if she weighs in a 57 kilo with a 116.11. Now, I don't know exactly what she's going to weigh in. That's my number four. Let's shake it up a stitch. Let's shake it up just a stitch. Arian, what do you got?
1: Sure. I'll. For my number four, and I I guess I'll explain some of the other people too, because it's such a close battle between a a lot of these lifters. I have like basically three or four different groups of people that are going to be battling in for certain spots. I have Marta Jenner for my number four. I think she's going to have a bounce back meet from Worlds. You saw she had some issues going into Worlds and stuff like that that held back her numbers, and her training has been going great. So she posted a 190 squat that doesn't really indicate too much to me, but she's nominated with the 122.5 bench, and she's done a 126 bench. And she's been nominated with a 225 deadlift. And I think she's done like 215 for a double. And she's also done 225 for a single. So I think even if she doesn't hit like, you know, huge numbers, if she like ties her squat PR, hits a two and a half uh, bench PR, maybe a two and a half deadlift PR, depending on what she weighs and everything like that, I think she's going to bump up her total sum and be able to put up higher points than some of these other lifters. Because I think, for example, with someone like Joy, is she going to hold back because of Sheffield? Is she not gonna break that world record total in the 57s because of Sheffield? So she may go as like a light 63. So at her no, last meet, shit. at her last meet at the A7 Fit Expo, she did a 477.5 kilo total, weighing 57.2. So maybe she does something again where she weighs 57.2, maybe adds a little bit to her squat, adds a little bit to her bench, does the same deadlift. And so I think that will hurt her points a little bit. But I have this really close. I have just based on the totals and weight uh body weights I came with. Marta around one thirty three point eight or one thirteen point eight. Bobby Butters around same thing one thirteen point six, and even Joy around the same thing one thirteen point five. So what any of those do people Joy? Can...
0: What total are you giving
1: Joy? I don't know off the top of my head, but I I don't have her at four ninety something. Yeah, because you got her more
0: you... like worlds four eighty or less, right? I guess. Uh,
1: yeah, because if you look, her squat has been down. So she had a one sixty five squat when she did that four ninety two. But she did uh, 155 at worlds to stay in the meet, and she did 157 at the local meet. She's done she's she's done a hundred kilo bench, she did ninety-seven point five at worlds and ninety-five at the local meet. So I'm saying I think her squat and bench will shift up a little bit, but not to quite to the PR levels. Like she might hit a 160, a 97.5, and then like 227.5, which would give her like 485, but also weighing heavier.
0: Interesting. Walk throw me for a loop. Mo, what are you saying? So, is this crazy? So, so,
1: Yeah, just just to uh, finish off. Yeah, I think Marta. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. I think Marta at her weight class with a higher total is going to beat out like a joy going up slightly in weight and having lower is, than her PR total.
0: One second. Is that you, Mo? Uh, is there people gonna, in the background?
1: No, I think there's some, um, someone's uh, echoing.
0: Who's echoing? Fuck, now no one's talking. So <laughs> we
2: can't.
1: Shit. So, but either way, it's mm-hmm. going to be a close battle between all those three. And it just depends on what they weigh again. And, and with the Delif, Marta and Joy have very similar Delif. So maybe Joy waits and pulls like a 220 or 227 or 230, whatever she needs. I'm just have to take a guess here. I'm taking Marta's trying to do whatever she can to make redemption, and she's going to go for that fourth place spot. <clears throat>
0: That's interesting. Mo, what are you thinking?
2: So, um, I think. I think I'm going to take... Uh, this is where it gets interesting. Um, so we have Marta Jenner, who I think she'll be coming to make a statement because she definitely wants to secure her Sheffield spot if she can. But unfortunately, she needs to get close. I think she, all she needs to do to get her Sheffield will be to surpass what Chandler Bab has done, which is just 532.5. Um, If she's just going to sandbag the meet and do an amazing performance to go, I'm better than the person you're taking to Sheffield... Um, she might just cap herself to a 5.35 or 5.40 um, GL um, total, which will put around a 110, 111. If she goes all out for her top-end numbers, she could go for a 5.55 or 5.50 kg total if she has that in the bag because um, she's posted a 230 kg deadlift, a 192.5 double on squats and a 126 kg squat um, bench, sorry. Um, so I think she could put something in the 5.50 range and potentially – Push to maybe a 112, 111 GL points. Um, mm. I don't think she's going to push that hard because um, I, I think it'll work to a disadvantage. I think all she needs to do is do something more than Chandler Bab and she potentially might get an invite. So I have taken Bobby Butters for my fourth place Ooh. position just because I don't think Joy is going to be taking Arnolds as seriously. Just because she's done Wold's she's done the A seven meet, she already has a Sheffield ticket, so she might just be cruising and coming to this competition for fun. Now, Joy will always pull last and will have a say whether she wants Bobby to beat her in this competition or not. But just due to the fact that I think this might be Bobby's once in a few times to actually catch up with Joy, I think Bobby will be able to take it this time.
0: Can you fucking imagine if Bobby defeats Joy on the platform? This is where it's tough. Like, even if Joy is like, I'm gonna take it a little easy because it's been a tough schedule. Once you hit the platform, you see Bobby butters warming up. And you're like, nah, I'm the reigning world champ. I can't let her beat me like that. Like it's, it's difficult. It's hard to say. Like, I get what you mean. Uh, You know? Yeah. I don't know. Rory, what are you thinking, sir?
3: It's funny, Ryan, when you were doing your introduction, I thought you were going to say the same thing as what I'm going to say. Um, but actually I'm also going with Bobby butters. Uh I think so. I, I obviously I was looking at, looking at Kenna, uh, looking at money. Um uh, joy is fairly inconsistent on the platform she misses a lot of attempts and her last two meets have been down on each other and down on her pr total um i didn't watch the a7 meet i can see that she went nine for nine on and that um she she may have sort of taken that a little bit easy uh, but like someone pointed out earlier she was also heavy for that meet um like i'm i'm picking that joy is going to be able to come in with around like a 480, 485, something like that. Um, and I just think Bobby is going to do better than that, right? Like her training looks outstanding. She can you, is very- Can
0: you mute yourself more? I
3: think-, she's, I think uh, right.
0: There we are. Thanks, buddy.
3: Uh Yeah, so Bobby's very consistent on the platform. She m- makes a lot of attempts. Um, her training looks like it's going quite well at the moment. Uh, so yeah, I've got Bobby coming in fourth place
0: hmm
3: i with mean a, with is, a mid 480s total as well like you know 45 oh, something shit. like that.
0: <laughs> so just for context for listeners that would have won the world championships it's and it's possible look bobby butters is a phenomenal lifter it's uh it really depends joey is kind of like pennant where i don't know where she's going to be at and you guys make a lot of good statements look uh and the consistency like the squats were like on the line i i, I would have to revisit the squats from worlds, but I remember thinking, you know, you could easily say she bombed the worlds or you could say she got him in and won the world title. That's an all or nothing conversation though, depending on how you feel on Like it's, it's volatile anyways. It's a conversation to have. And I don't know what's going to happen at Arnold UK. That's why this was a tough one to pick. If she struggles and just gets one squad in again, well, frick, all of a sudden Bobby Butters is like, Oh hell yeah, this is my time. Right? So we'll see. And it'll be an indication Whoever they bring to Sheffield in the 57s, depending on what happens with Joy, holy smokes, that is going to be a really tough one to call. Like, we'll put a pin in that one because, you know, is it Bobby Butters? Is it Jad Jacob? Is it, you know, they already have Evie Corrigan coming and Evie put in a 476 Rory?
3: I don't know.
0: You don't know Evie's best total?
1: I think it was something like that. Didn't she do like 470 at Worlds and did like 476? Well,
0: excuse, excuse me. You're Joe. Surely you're just, you're jesting. You're jesting right now. Oh,
2: well, he's jesting. he's joking around.
0: Of course he knows guys. Of course he knows yeah, I'm buying time four, right now Four
1: 470 four at worlds and then 476 at. Yes,
0: national. of course. I don't know Evie more than Rory. Um, but, uh, she'll even be, she's right. She's right there with, with, uh, joy now as well. Like the seventies 57, sorry, is absolutely a stacked division. That's super close. Um, right. so moving along into my third round pick. Now this is getting really tough and dicey. This is, look, at the Joey Namani pick was real quick and tough and dicey, obviously, because looking around the table, we're all at odds with who we have in our fourth place. I think from here on out, it's not going to get any any more unanimous and in agreement. This is going to get really tough. Call me crazy. And obviously there's the Sheffield conversation and everything, but I don't think it fucking matters to some of these ladies. And here's why. I think Leah Bavala, she don't, she needs a fucking statement to get to Sheffield. So she doesn't give a shit if she takes the world record and runs with it. She's not even going to Sheffield right now. So she's not worried about protecting a world record. That's what I think. That's what I feel in my heart. Corolla Gara wasn't at Worlds. Well, that wasn't my pick yet, but really, wait, 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 wait. Most big guys, easy, easy. Uh, Corolla Gara wasn't at Worlds. And she wants to go to Sheffield, I'm sure. If she's going to make them consider her, she needs to do something monster over well and above the world record if possible. She's not putting on brakes on just nudging pass as well if possible. And Turbo Tiff already showed at the IPF World Championships, she doesn't give a fuck. The world record be damned. If she can take that and run with it, she's going to take it and run with it. She's not doing small chips over the world record. Now I could be wrong, but these are my thoughts on how I think these ladies are approaching this meet. Just in terms of the conversation, will these people shatter the world record or just chip or stay below because of Sheffield? I don't think so not for all the reasons I just stated. Now, now that I give that little prefix and you guys could say I'm wrong and you might be. I this is just what I'm estimating. So now that I gave you that little preface before I give you my picks. Number 3 for me. 2022 IPF world's best lifter turbo tiff. Oh,
2: I have shit. her hitting,
0: yeah. Yeah. And I don't know if look she hit a 426. I'm still giving her a PR. I think she's going to hit a 430. That's fucking over the world record. It's a world record. It's four kilo over what she hit at South Africa. South Africa was a longer travel than France to UK. Um, you know, I think she's going to hit a 430. She's probably capable of more, but I think she's going to do this clean. That'll give her 119.2. If she weighs in at 47, I understand nobody really ever weighs in exactly, but I'm estimating, right? So there it is. I have turbo tiff in third, but... When I tell you it's tight at the top, holy fucking smokes, is it tight at the top? And I don't know what you guys are going to say. Arian, what are you saying, love?
1: Sure, I'll go next. Yeah, like I had my group of uh, Joy, Bobby, and Marta for like, you know, battling up for fourth. And then I have my group of the top three, Tiff, Leah, and Corolla of like battling for the top three. And it all depends on a number of factors. So you've mentioned some of them. Like with Tiff, does she weigh 47 and go conservative and stay for Sheffield? Does she go 47 and not go conservative? Does she go 52 like she's done before and she had like that 430.5 kilo total and just go all out? Then you have Leah. Leah has the world record in 63s and 69s. So she has a lot of options for this meet. And if she gets the Sheffield spot, she can go all out in one weight class, get the Sheffield spot, and then go to a different weight class for Sheffield. And then it won't be affected, like, you know, as far as bumping up the world record. And then Corolla is not quite on that level of Leah, but it's just just barely below that because she has a 548 total. So Corolla could break 63 or or 69 kilo world record as well. So she can do a similar thing, go one weight class, break the world record, get a Sheffield spot, and then go to the other weight class for Sheffield. So it all just depends on what weight class these three lifters go, who holds back, who goes on. Before you give
0: your pick, because this might influence your pick. So I'll give you this. Leah has said she's going 63. Just so you know, I don't know if that changes your pick. I'm being honest. I could have fucking just let you think she's going 69. Maybe you dropped her.
1: Doesn't change my pick because my third place pick is same as you. Turbo Tiff, Tiffany Chapon. I think that this time they will hold back. I think she will wait in the 52s, like 48 or 49, whatever like that, and still put up like a 427.5, which is what she hit in the gym. Uh, Maybe more, but it seems like maybe her training hasn't been like Super great. She did have like that squat where she failed and she like kind of dumped it weird and stuff like that. So I don't know if she's going to have like a huge total, or a huge meet, but she could potentially just weigh 48, 49, put up 427.5, maybe 432.5 on an amazing day. But that'll give her somewhere around, I think, 116 points and put her in third place.
0: Okay. And this is where I'm not that's if she weighs in as a light 52, she's not going to fill out 52, but if she weighs in at a light 52. Yeah, she can protect the 47 record that she wants. And then it decides how heavy is she going.
1: And then oh. and then it always depends on, oh, real quick before Mo goes, sure, it sure. always depends on how much over you go. Because if you're 47.1 or 47.2 versus 47, your points aren't getting hit that much, right. but it just opens you up to so much more. So like, you know, they can just cut it just on the line yeah. to still be able to place higher, but then not worry about the world records.
0: And to make that statement, look, I'm basically a 47. Don't get it twisted. I'm 47.02. So I'm a 47. I'm just not going to take that world record and move it because I'm going to leave that for Sheffield. Or are they like, we don't care. We're coming in at 49. You know what I mean? You don't know. These are the intent, And she might not even know until she gets there. She's like, I don't feel like cutting. Mo, what are you thinking, sir? Uh,
2: Yeah, I think it's very similar to what everyone said. I think I... My third place is Tiffany um, Chapon, because I think it's a tricky one. Depends on what she wants to do. She could either, her training looks amazing. She just doubled 150 on squats. Um, she could decide that she wants to go all out and just not cut into the weight class and have a fun day, smash it out the park. Unfortunately, that will affect her GL points. Or she could go, I want to practice being a 74 and pushing the heavyweights but I'm just going to stand by my last deadlift, um, deadlift. So I'll just go for an easy deadlift on the last final attempt and just basically either equal or just slightly below my points because I don't think... That at this point, there's no point for her pushing past her world record. It makes no sense. She's already passed it in IPF worlds. There's no need to do it again and then do it again at Euros and then Sheffield. So mm-hmm. I think she'll just take an easy meet or probably go all out and go for the big 430 if possible as a 52 kg lifter.
0: And wouldn't it be awesome if she goes 52 Noemi Alibur is 52. We actually have a head-to-head clash between two world champions, um, which is fun too. Although, I mean, Noemi on her A game is like 445 range. Rory, what are you saying, sir?
3: It's funny. I actually had uh, Turbo Tiff. That was my original pick for third. And I swapped it like literally five minutes before we started recording. Um, so I'm actually taking carol Agara as my, my third pick, but Ooh. only by a touch. Uh, I think... If Tiff does hold back a lot, Corolla, I think, will probably move ahead of her. Um, but Corolla Gara's best uh, IPF good luck points raw is, I think, 117.52. I think she's done a little bit more. I think she's done, like, 118 or 119 equipped. Um, but she doesn't compete classic that often. And her last couple of meets classic were not her PR total. Um, I think uh, her PR total, I want to say, was 2020. Um yeah, Though that up earlier, there's, there's a, clearly a couple that she's deliberately held back on. You know, she's gone nine for nine, she's sort of you know 20 kilos below her best total. Um,
1: yeah, her, her best had, total, real quick, Rory's 543, weighing 64, and that was yeah, 2021.
3: Yeah, see, so, okay, yeah, so but but the classic lift, uh, classic competitions she's done since there, she did 538 earlier this year in March, and, and then 522. She did 5, yeah. 522 just recently in August, and that's right. the one that I suspect that she deliberately held back on, and so I'm sort of discounting that as a data point a little bit. But I don't know that because she was also injured uh, not too long ago. Um, hmm. So, uh, and then the other the other thing that I'm weighing up is that I like I we're talking about how much Turbo Tiff is going to hold back, and I just don't, I just don't think she's going to very much. Like I I think she's going to go for the world record anyway, or or sort of circa the world record at. Maybe, maybe as a light 52, for example. Mm. Um, and so I'm, I'm picking Corolla Gara is likely to come in at a once mid-117 good lift points, um, which is around about her best. But but I don't think she's going to come in and go 118, 119, you know, smash it out of the bag. Um, versus Turbo Tiff, who I think is probably going to try come in and, and do a really big total, like come in and do the... Mo, did you say 530? Was that your suggestion? No,
0: um, no 430.
3: Jesus. Uh, 430, 4th, 4th. What? Shit. what? Sorry. So, sorry. Sorry.
0: 430. Take it um, easy. This is worse than the 430. This 430. is worse than
3: Pentatalk. <laughs> we're going to put 100 <laughs> kilos on the world record. No, no, no. no. Sorry. Sorry. 430. Um, it's the uh, switching between weight classes is catching me up. I'm looking at Corolla Gara going like 522. Five, and I'm like, yeah, 530 is a real I think
0: total. Mo, Mo accidentally said turbo tiff instead of 47. He said 74. 74. <laughs> I was like, easy, my man, because you're going to see her there and she's going to pull you aside and be like, excuse me, sir. I heard the podcast. She's a boxer, uh, I, I she's didn't a boxer say that. right? I know. I didn't say that. I was like, oh, shit. Oh, easy, easy. Uh, but uh, but yeah, no, I know. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, it's difficult to to tell. Sorry, Rory, were you done there? I, I'm done. Okay. Um, yeah, it's going to be good. All right, let's move on because we're talking about Corolla Gara, and that's a good segue for me for Corolla Gara. I have Corolla Gara. I think she's going to do 550. This is what I'm putting out there. She's hit 543. Um, obviously one worlds. I think she was going all out in the equip division when she was winning worlds and, and you know, post some of these monster totals in the equip side. And I don't think we've seen her full send committed to the classic yet. Now I think she's going back into the classic. She's probably looking to make a statement if she can to make Sheffield. I don't know if she can, Obviously there's a lot of spots or sorry, obviously there's not a lot of spots, but there's a lot of lifters who want it quality lifters amongst them. Lea so it's going to be tough, but there's obviously an argument to be made. Leah Bavois sets the world on fire in Arnold UK. Oh, by the way, so does Corolla Gara. And they both pitch us a Jess versus Agatha Jad versus Joy Nemani showdown at Arnold UK. And the whole powerlifting community is like, please more, please more. And SBD, which is in UK is on hand and watches this battle. Could that impact? Well, I mean, if ever you're going to have a showcase, it's now. So for Corolla Gara, in my estimation, she's gone, she's going full into a classic realizing this is my opportunity. Even if I don't beat Leah, if I make Leah pull a Jess Bittner and just push her to the break. If I do like Jack up losing to join Nemani and it's just by 0.5 and everyone's like, Oh my God, let's see an encore presentation. That's your best case to make it the Sheffield. If you do or don't, you could at least say I fucking made a push. I think she's making a push, gentlemen. I think she has to make a push. So I think she's weighing in at sixty-three kilo, not sixty-three point zero two or whatever the shit. She's going sixty-three. I have her at five fifty total, and her good lift points are going to be one twenty point three three based off of sixty-three and five fifty total. That's my estimation. I don't know. Maybe one of you guys think Babwa loses to Gara. I don't know. I don't know.
2: So do you have Gara at 550 and you're putting that in second place?
0: That's right. I have, uh, because now you're going to do math on, where do I have Leia there? Ooh, that makes, that uh, makes the question. Because uh, I, just... for me, Turbo Tiff is slightly below that with 430. Sorry, go ahead,
1: no, just No, I'll, I'll just go next because I'm kind of like piggybacking off of what, what you're saying, Ryan. Is I, I'm i thinking a similar thing. Like, uh, Carola Gara is, you know, she wins Classic Worlds. She wins Equipped Worlds. She wins World Games. Now she she's the Sheffield. And she goes, oh, by the way, Leah's coming to Arnold. Leah's probably going to go 63 to try to get a Sheffield spot. Sure, I'll go 63 as well. I'll go head-to-head against her. And I think a similar thing to you, what you're saying, Ryan, is... I don't know if she needs to beat her i think if she makes it close and makes it compelling and there's no 63s in because no one automatically qualified that that spd could be like hmm, maybe we should put both of them in at 63s for sheffield and see okay corolla was the world champ one time leah was the world champ one time let's see him go head to head again and see what happens and she put up, I think today, Corolla put up like a 175 squat that looked like very easy, like, you know, a last warm up something like that. She, I think, put up like a 130 bench as well recently that was super easy. And the world record bench is 142.5. So she's right there, I believe, for chipping that. And I couldn't find a deadlift. So I think she could... You know, not hit PRs and everything, like get to a 195 squat when she has done 200. I think she can chip the world record, the 143, take away Jen Thompson's world records that's been sitting there and be like, listen, I can break the world record total and the world record bench. And then if she delves like 205 again, which is her PR, I think she gets a 543. So similar to what you're saying, Ryan, if she gets like around 543, which is her PR total, but this time is at 63 rather than 64, and Leah's, let's say, close, 545, 547, 550, whatever like that, then she makes it compelling enough that she can be like, hey, put me in there. So I have her in second around 117 to 118 points, whereas I had Tiff at like 116 points because she weighed heavy. So I think Corolla will just edge her out and then also make it compelling against Leah.
0: Well, what are you saying, dude?
2: Um, so I have it, everyone seems to be thinking Corolla doesn't need to be Leah, but I think it's the other way around. So I have it, as, Leah's the poster girl for SPD, frankly speaking. Um, she currently has the world record total. She's one of the most influential lifters out there. Realistically speaking, I think irrespective of what she, if she'd made weight to IPF Worlds, irrespective of what she put up, she would have gone the invite for Sheffield. Um, so I don't know what she's planning on doing this time. Because she's also sitting a lot lower in body weight. She's sitting around 63.4, 63.5. And she's been seeing that since July, June time. So I don't know how that's affected her training and ability to lift heavier weight and taper from it coming into this um, Arnold's meet. And now... Whether the, the focus is to push the total or just to make weight and show I can make weight and get my invite to Sheffield. Um so I, I don't know what Leah's gonna do. I don't know how well she's gonna perform. I have Leah. I don't think we're gonna I don't think Leah's gonna hit 548. I don't think she's gonna support um surpass that. I think she might be in the 530, 540 range. Um so I put Leah for second position.
3: Holy shit.
2: Yeah dog you Damn. Gave,
0: us, you gave us a soundbite. The, tiff that's, and leah
1: are going to beat him up i can't believe <laughs>
0: team fritz is going to be all over you dude oh Pen, I, only penna
1: penna doesn't like he's he's cool he's cool <laughs> he's cool
0: come on guys he's cool but he's gonna have to hold back tiff and leah he, he's gonna have to hold, Tiff and leah um wow that's interesting but you know what like it's yet yeah we'll have to see we'll have to see rory what are you saying here
3: it's funny, Mo, my read on that situation was the complete opposite of what you just said. Um, I'll come back to that though, because I'm going to, I'll come back to that when I when I say my first pick. Um, I've got Tiff as my second pick for all of the reasons that you guys said before. Um, she's like, it. she's either going to come in at just at 47 or a little bit over as a light 52. I think it's unlikely that she's going to come in as like a, you know, a, a full size 52, but she might, I don't know. Um, and then I, I think it's likely that she's going to aim high with this total, right? Like she's progressing well, um, Sheffield is still, you know, sort of far enough away that she doesn't need to be holding back sort of recovery wise or anything like that. Like she can, she can just go for it and, and really test it out. So I think Tiffany is in second place.
0: Okay. Now let's go into first place. Um, I have Leah Bavois, and this is what I'm thinking she's posting up. The French Nationals, she had 560 locked up with that last deadlift, and she literally, the bar came out of her hands just as the ref was saying, If he had gotten there a little quicker, she would have. There are literally people who watched the stream. This is how close that call was. Watched the stream and thought she got it because it was so close to the down command that she came down with it because it started coming out of her hand. So she had a 560. I I talked to her in the DMs, not numbers or whatever, but she is feeling she's back on. And um, she's feeling strong. She's feeling confident. In her stories, one of her RPE she gave was RPE pizza. Okay. Now that's a good indication to me uh what is rpe pizza not good all right pizza's always that's probably that's probably the highest that's probably the highest of accolades you could give your your lifting i think leah babble so i'm estimating 63 kilo class she wants to make a point so obviously she's and mo already said her body weight's right there so she's gonna cut not a crazy cut and it's not a crazy travel blah 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 from france we already said i think she hits 560 which will give her if she weighs in exactly 63 it'll be slightly off 122.52. Now that's a good healthy lead on Corolla Gara, but we, we're making some assumptions here. I mean, we don't know what's going to happen, uh, but that's my estimation, anyways. Now, if she ends up replicating 550, and I have Corolla Gara at 550, oh, shit, son, we're coming down to body weight. Like, that would be the exact scenario where spd has got to sit back and make, holy smokes, do we get these two ladies to clash again at Sheffield? You know, that's when you start asking these type of questions. It's very difficult. I don't know. So, we'll see. Mo, what do you think, sir?
2: Okay. Um, Let me explain myself. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Okay. (laughs) Okay.
2: So, I I think Lee... Leah just needs to prove she can make weight so she gets a Sheffield ticket. I think Gara is the one who needs to make a statement to make, to get her Sheffield ticket. So I, I don't see Leah. I think Leah is just going to sit back and watch and see what Gara does. And it depends if Leah decides she wants to compete on the day against Gara and push the numbers and maybe go 550 or. 560, for example. But she'll be putting herself at a disadvantage for the money later on in Sheffield because the total is only at 548. So realistically speaking, she might as well just stand back to 540. I can make white. I'm strong enough. I have my world record. Let me defend my world record at Sheffield. Garrett needs to make the statement and say, I'm strong, a lot stronger than Lear. As of this competition, Mm. give me a ticket so I can prove to you that I can break the world record and give her a battle. Um, So that's why I think Leah might just go easy or not necessarily push as much. Um, So in first place, I have Gara because I think Gara is scary strong. Um, All I saw was her August 2021 meet where she had a 200 kg squat, which moved easy. So I give her like 202, or two, two or five, maybe a 140 kg bench, 142.5. And then I don't know if this is true, but looking at the performance at World Games um, for equipped deadlifts, the equipment doesn't necessarily add a crazy amount of deadlifters, especially for sumo positioning. And she pulled 222.5 relatively easy. So I don't know if she has, her best deadlift is 200 or 205. I put her 210 because I think she's made some progress in the deadlift. So I think she's good for at least a 550, 555 kg total. To and I think that's enough of a statement to get um, SPD to go, let's go with her rather than someone else.
0: It's um, yeah. like, I agree with the the numbers for Corolla Gara. I mean, it, it's difficult. Like you said, we're using equipped lifting and she doesn't post a lot for training. So, uh, but yeah, I don't think Lee is going to sit back like you think, but that's not necessarily look at you could make a case that Gara can win this thing. She's a phenomenal lifter. You know, even if Leah doesn't sit back, you could make a case that Gara. if if you're saying 550, 555, I tell you what, that might be Leah head to head as well. Even if Leah goes full out, I say Leah 560, but you could make the case. So, you know, your pick isn't crazy, no matter how, you don't need Leah to uh, sit back, but she might, right? I don't think she will, but who the frick knows, man, when these things roll out, Um, who wants to go next? All right, linchpin.
3: All right, this is where I'm gonna where I'm gonna tell Mo why he's wrong. Um, okay. So obviously, obviously, I've got Leah in first, right? Um, out of uh, so, but the reason I don't think that she can sit back is that unless she has secret information that she's going to get a ticket to Sheffield so long as she makes weight or whatever the case may be, she hasn't done a 63 kilo meet since Worlds last year. She, I, there is a lot of amazing performances out there. And like, yes, she's, I guess you could say that she's the poster girl for the IPF at the moment. Um, but frankly, I think she still needs to be able to make a statement to be able to prove that she deserves to go to Sheffield. And I've forgotten how many open slots there are for the woman at the moment. Was it, was it five?
0: Six wildcards, five wild, cards, five, five.
2: Five wild card slots.
0: Is it five or four? I had this. I think
2: it's four on the men's side and it's five on the women's side. Five on the okay, women's okay. Side. okay, right. There are
3: some amazing athletes, you know, many of whom are not at this particular meet, um, and but but some of whom are as well, who could you could all make an argument deserve one of those five slots, and like yes, Leah probably would have gotten one of those tickets if she'd made weight at belts but she didn't like, she didn't like, not only did she compete and not have a great day, like some of the other athletes that we might want to see at Sheffield, like she didn't even show up. Right. Like she, that looks appalling, frankly. Um, Like she, she, I think she can't afford to not make a statement. And I think she's going to come out all guns blazing to prove that she deserves one of those five slots. Um, So I, I think she's going to come in and she's going to be shooting for the world record and a PR total, uh, because I don't think she is going to get an invite any other way, or I don't think she can guarantee an invite any other way.
0: Yeah, uh, I mean, here's, I think she's got to go all out. But what I would say, if I could split the difference between t- between you and Mo, even if Leah somehow comes in second, Agara, if it's riveting, and it could be riveting, and it could be close, it will, it's going to be close. I could see them giving like, you could have, you could be like, I want to replicate this back at Sheffield. If it's got everybody buzz and that's where, I mean, it's uh it's difficult area. And what are you saying?
1: I was just going to say, cause you guys were confusing me. Um, is there's four spots on the women's side, five spots on the men's size. So there's four spots and there's uh, however you want to rank me your rank up, but there could be like a Heather, a Shizuka, a Jad, Uh, Leah, Corolla, Marta. So that could be like six people fighting for four spots. Mm. So I was kind of thinking the same thing is like, I don't know how much Leah can sandbag. And the more she sandbags, the riskier it gets. Because yeah, if she makes 63 and goes like 530, then maybe SPD thinks like, should we take her? Or should we take a Corolla? Should we take a Jad? Should we take you know someone else um, to fill in those spots? Especially if Marta has like a big meet here. Um, The other thing too is, yeah, we don't know if SPD has talked to any of these lifters and said like, Hey, just, you know, make wait and hit this number and you're in, or if they haven't said anything to them, we also don't know if SPD has already selected some spots. Like maybe they already said, eh, well, we're already going to take, you know, these people. And then we're waiting to fill in these other spots or if they haven't filled up any spots. So it depends on how much these lifters know, but I don't think Leah's going to hold back because I think maybe SPD hasn't said anything to anyone. They're just going to wait and see what happens and then just go ahead and select. So I'm kind of on, Similar to you, Ryan, where like she almost got that 560. She was so close, she just grip slipped, slipped a little bit, but I don't think she necessarily needs the 560. So I think um she'll go 63. I think she'll put up some big numbers. Her training seems to be fine when she posts up. I think she posted like a 200 squat before. I think maybe she posts like a 215 or 220 delve. So it seems like everything's going fine. And I think she has like all the numbers to be able to get the invite she can say like i'm looking here at the world records she has the 63 and 69 world record squat she has the 63 world record deadlift and she has the 63 and 69 world record total so if she comes back and make 63 and hits anywhere between 545 to 550 right around that world record or breaks the world record I think that'll be enough and if she breaks the world record she can say all right I'll go 69 I won't cut weight I'll weigh 64 or 65 for Sheffield and I can break my own world record there or she'll be like hey I'll stay 63 I'll just do 545 550 now I'll do the 560 at Sheffield that I I know I'm capable of so I think um she, has, she probably has the most stuff to work with as far as someone who wants to get a spot that she can get slotted into either way class and she can break one roll record and save the other one and, and she has like a lot of things going for her. So that's why I have her at first. I have her around 121 points. So like for my top three, I have her around 121. I have Corolla around 117 to 118 and then I have Tiff around 116. So I think Leah kind of comfortably wins and it puts her in a driver's seat to hit whatever total she wants in order to try and get that spot.
0: Kind of like like what Mo with what Mo was saying. I here it is. If you're doing Sheffield, you're looking at this with Leah Babwa saying because like, this is based off of world records. You are literally going to have two weight classes where it's Leah Babwa's world record that the contenders are going for. If she's not there, it's kind of going to look kind of silly, right? Like Sheffield's got an event based off of world records, and in two different weight classes, Leah Babwa's record, and Leah Babwa's not even there she really has to have a bad performance at Arnold UK to not make it. Like um, Andy. I do think she's going to go all out because, you know, you're going to be scared when, when the day comes, the anxiety is there. You're like, Holy fuck, I got to go.
1: But, Andy but could, uh, and is just... there. <laughs> I was just going to say real quick to you, and you can slaughter in however you want to design Sheffield. You can say, okay, we'll bring Leah and Corolla and go 63s for Sheffield. Or let's say Corolla has a disappointing meet. You can say, okay, we'll go Leah, Chandler, Babb, and Marta Jenner and Amazing. put them all in the 69s.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, this is true too. Like Leah, just show up, do your thing. And you are the queen of two different weight classes in terms of those records, which Sheffield's based off of. So then they really do have options with you, um, which is good. She's just got to, you know, not... She, uh, Yeah, I, I wonder how crazy out her performance has to be. Gara's definitely... I think Gara has a little more pressure because obviously she wasn't at Worlds. And um, she doesn't... Leah have, wasn't at Worlds. Worlds. What's that? Leah but wasn't she, Well, Worlds. but I, well, my second... I was, you, you cut me off right <laughs> as I was about to say my point, which, okay? She wasn't at Worlds and she doesn't have those two records in which Sheffield's based off of. So if you have that, that's the... The added with Leah where it's like, how you going to, Gara doesn't have that. She doesn't have the, how you going to have these girls going for my world records, but not have me there. Um, whereas Leah, it's like, look, it's going to look a little funny if you have two different classes going for my world records and I'm not there. And, um, and
1: Leah and Leah was going down the path. They said Sheffield the first spot is whoever, you know, gets the ninety-five percent or more worlds. So she selected, I'm gonna go to worlds, I'm gonna take this path to get to Sheffield. Right. Versus right. Corolla said, I'm just gonna pass and I'm focused on world games. And now she's trying to get in like through a a very backdoor method. And so then she has to really prove herself to be able to get in versus Leah said, Hey, listen, I tried, I had this little slip up, whatever, like that. And so now I'm doing this as a secondary way, but right. if I had gone if I had made way to worlds, it would have already been taking me.
2: It's, it's um, yeah. It's, um, it's- just, just I don't know, I don't know, because um, like Rory, Erin um, said, there's only four spots on the woman. Now, if we take Agatha, I think is, like, she's there, irrespective. Nothing can happen. Like, Agatha's Agatha. You have Leah and you have Gara, potentially. And then now you're talking about Marta Jenner breaking or getting close to that world record. Are you going to... Because Jacob didn't have the best Junior Worlds performance, and she might be injured, so would you be looking at this to drop her and maybe also Heather Connor? Or what's in number four? Who's your four picks? For myself, it depends. There's a couple things that depend. It depends on
0: if Gara has eliminated herself by they said how they're going to choose, and she opted not to show up at Open Classic Worlds. If they decide, look, that's I mean they have the wild card, so they could still. But it depends on how they, they feel about that. Um, if Gara's in contention and, and they say, Look, it's still open, I would be very interested in seeing. I think I think this this is her fucking big push. If she lights the world on fire here, defeats Leah Babwa, and it's a it, it, honestly for her own good, even if she beats Leah, she needs Leah to have an amazing day. So it's good to watch. Because if, she, if those two ladies do Jess versus Agatha. They could both look at each other in a warm room, shake hands, and be like, "Thank you, I helped you. You helped me. I think we're both going. I think we're both going sixty-three. I think uh, I think Sheffield's like, please replicate this because that's what we want. We want action. Uh, but in terms of um, the others, like I don't think you bumped Jad for for Heather only because like she got injured. But it, it's kind of like Leah missing weight. Like she showed up to compete. People get injured. People like like she's still showing up at meets. But her and and we've already covered this where we think joy is at in top end capability i think she's the biggest threat to joy she's got the biggest total close to joy and her and joy is a far more competitive compelling rivalry than heather and turbo tiff for me right now i think heather's a phenomenal lifter and um obviously right she's she's broken world records world titles but the spread between her and tiff is uh unless heather does something super duper soon which i think the door is closing on opportunity jad's got the leg up and having proven hey look at me and and plus jad did it at open worlds when everyone was watching look i could literally you could poll people whether or not jad should be like there's contention there people think it's controversial that that joy got her squats there are people walking around right now saying fucking in another day joy bombs out and, and jad is the fucking world champion Like there's, there's unfinished business. And then even if you keep Joey in, oh, by the way, it was 0.5 kilo. Like it's, it's a, when you have a storyline that's unresolved and people, there's like controversy and everything, it's too juicy not to replicate. And if we're thinking joy, isn't making big leaps and bounds on her total, which a lot of us have said this in, in this preview show, but we think Joey's capable. She's young. Um, mm. and her injury, by the way, isn't anything that's, it's not like, Oh fuck, she's not going to make it to Sheffield. She's already lifting. We're going to be good. I do think we replicate cause I'm a big showdown guy. Like I'd want to get away from the calculator as much as possible, or in this case, calculator with the world record as much as possible. I want showdowns. If it's me and, um, I think Ja Joy is fucking proven already. And uh, I think you could do Leah. The big thing is fucking Gara. If they're what they feel about that for me, yeah. this is for me. I don't know, fellas. What do you think? I, I,
1: I was saying the same thing. I, I totally blanked on Agata. like, I feel like, yeah, Agata might be like the top person to get in right now because 100. of that world's performance. 100. And then, if it was me, I'd wait and see what happens to the Arnold between the names we're saying, between Leah, Corolla, and Marta. Jad, of course, took a little bit of hit for junior worlds, but you have to see what happens here. If Marta or someone in Corolla has a disappointing performance, Jad could still be, you know, a top spot. But I think, like, you know, if everyone here performs well, you could have Agata being the first spot, Leah being the second spot. And then SPD can decide what they want to do with the other two spots. Do so they bring in like a Corolla to have a 63 battle and bring a Marta to have a 69 battle? Or do they say maybe we bring in a Jad and have a battle between Joy, Evie, and Jad in the 57s? Um, if, you know, they feel like they don't need the 69s. Or if, let's say, Corolla has disappointing performance, you have Leah go 69 against Chandler and have Jad come in. So they have a lot of things they can play with there. Mm. Um I think Marta has to have a you know really close to world record performance, maybe more than what Chandler One World's at, to be able to jump over Jad and be like, okay, Marta's momentum is going up, Jad's momentum's coming a little bit down, and she can steal that fourth
3: spot. You know- this is a really Euro-focused conversation for these final four spots as well. And like not that that's wrong necessarily, but, but we know from previous selections that SVD will try to spread out those invites, not just between weight classes, but between regions. And so depending exactly when these invites come out, it may be after the African championship. So we may see some performances there that are sort of noteworthy enough to be in consideration um i don't know I, I suspect that the invites will come out before then but if they come out after commonwealths so i think there's probably a fairly good chance that our carlina tongateo might get an invite or or, or be on the reserve list because i mean she did 590 at new zealand nationals I th- at I 76. That might be a
0: little too late i don't know man. I, I
3: i think i i think you're right i think it will be yeah. too late um but like we don't know when these invites are coming out right and so we have to like if they were coming out in early december that would be that that might mean that Carlina would be a, in this discussion. Um, if they come out before, then of course, then it's it's not going to matter. Um, the I believe the Southeast Asian Cup is going on right now as well, and there's been at least a couple of world records broken there. I think mostly on uh, disciplines rather than than total, but like those will be worth at least looking at. And and like I don't know about you guys, but I I haven't watched any of that yet.
0: No, I haven't. And, and that's one of the biggest things is they need um, not just competitions, but that you want some hype around them too. And that's one thing that uh, because Jad and Joy happened at Open Worlds and everybody's seen it. Everybody's seen it. It might even been on Eurosport for guys. Like I don't know, um, highlights. I think we're all on Eurosport, whether the full session. So everyone's seen it and everyone remembers Worlds. That was really your biggest calling card, casting card, I think, for the for the community in terms of all the preview shows, all the recap shows, and even the highlight videos that came out from SBD, White Lights, and all that. It's all open worlds is the big showcase. So if you're going to have your showcase, Arnold UK is good for sure. But I think that's where the Jad jackup Joey rivalry has a leg up is it when it happened, where it happened and all the eyeballs that seen it happen, it leaves a bigger impact. Whereas some of these other championships, people don't even know the results, et cetera. Very unlikely you're going to jump some of these bigger name people, um, even if you're doing big things on a much smaller meet with nobody pushing you. And you could just cruise to a world record, possibly. I say cruise. I know it's a world record, but um, you know, yeah. it's easier
1: to do. Yeah, and it's like, how long do you wait? Like, okay, let's wait for all the world championships to finish. All right, now let's wait for all the continental championships to finish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now let's wait for like Commonwealths and C Cup to finish. Oh, now like there's others. There's always some meat coming up and then like at a certain point they have to pick and start telling people so they can plan and prepare for it and start like promoting it so it's possible they've already started contacting some of these people it's possible they've already started picking some people or maybe it's possible this...
3: they've already picked all together yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and they just haven't announced it yet like
1: yeah or, or maybe if there is an end point i feel like this arnold is the end point because as brian was hyping up especially those women's side at the beginning there are so many like current or former world champions in this meet there's so many world record breakers in this meet uh junior world champions, everything like that, that maybe this is the last chance. Let's see what happens here yeah. with Leah. Let's see what happens with Marta. Let's see what happens to Corolla. And then we already saw Jada junior worlds, unfortunately started off well with the world record squad. And they kind of went down and then they'll make a final decision start sending out the invites. And from October to February, they're just going to start hyping in and promoting everything.
0: That's what I, th- I think this is probably the final stand. If I'm honest, I don't think like heroes is way too late. And, um, I don't, I don't think so. I think Carlina is an amazing option for them to follow. Remember, there's another, there's a year after year after year that's going to go.
1: You know, I Or think just they... a reserve, like Rory said.
0: Yeah, if
3: we possibly. remember the way that they did it last time, they did the original invites and then they announced the reserves a little while later. They didn't, they didn't do those announcements at the same time. Um, so, yeah, maybe maybe like uh, Africa Championships, uh, C-Cup, uh, Commonwealths, like anything else that's happening around that time of the year would be good, good picks for reserve pools. I don't know if they need,
1: I don't know if they, and I don't even know if they need like an official reserve list or if they need to send out official invites or anything like that. And yeah, you lose out on the promoting, but let's say you went to a Carlina on February and said like, Hey, this person got hurt. We'd rather fill in the spot rather than leave it empty and have one less female there. Would you on like four weeks or six weeks notice hop into this meet? She's going to say, fuck yeah, man, let's go. So like you could just contact some of these lifters a month out or whatever like that. And they'll commit to something this big.
0: Especially if you do have a reserve, which is a good idea, they'll they'll train alongside. It's not costing any money. Powerlifters don't take time off. It's not like um, you know some other sports. We're always crushing. So yeah, you could just peak and, and be ready in case you get the call. If it's worth your time. If Carlina's like, if you're telling me, do I want to peak possibly for no reason? Yeah, it's weightlifting. I was going to weightlift anyways. It's just my intensity gets up. Yes, the answer is yes. I'm not going to say no. I'm not going to do that. Ask the next person because. Believe you me, they will find a reserve that will raise their hand and say, yes. If one of these people that we're talking about at the Arnold class or Arnold UK, you know, if, if Jad is like, okay, you're not original pick, but you're a reserve. Jad's going to take that or Bobby Butters or whoever the heck Corolla Gara. They're like, if they tell Corolla Gara, you didn't go to worlds because you opted not to, uh, not because you missed weight or were injured. You opted not to. That was one of the stipulations. We're actually not going to give you wild card. We're going to give you a reserve though. Corolla is going to say, cool, done i'll peek and be ready just in case right because people someone's gonna drop out somebody's not gonna make it i watch too much ufc in every single card somebody gets injured that's just the way it works man look at this competition anatoly and chance both have dropped out uh two top seeds on the men's side it happens all the time anyways fellas any other arian did you have notes that you wanted to give for some of these other divisions
1: Um, Well, we can talk about some of these other ladies as well. I don't know if you guys looked into some of these other ladies just to like, you know, talk about uh, how how much depth there is on this side. Um, Like you had mentioned Noemi Alibera, who's like a multi-time world champion, but you didn't even have her in in your top four. I had her at seventh because I personally think she's either going to be similar to some of these other lifters like Tiff. I think either she's going to make 52s in sandbag or she's just going to weigh in light as a 57. And um, I didn't see too much as far as training. She did like a 154 for... 150 for four reps on squat and a 180 deadlift. So maybe she'll just go like a, a light fifty-seven and just put up like a four forty-five, four fifty total, something like that, and just have some fun. Um for number eight, I had uh, Chiari Bernardi from Italy. She seems to be uh, kind of trending back up. I saw a 182.5 squat when her PR is 180. I saw a 120 bench when her PR is 115, and she doubled 205 on delaf when her PR is 210. Fair. So potentially she can be putting up more than like what uh, what she did at Worlds and what what Meg scaling won with and like kind of be trending back up going into next year's Worlds. Um, Ivana Horna, she has a PR squat of 182.5. She did a 190 squat in training. So she's looking like going up a weight class and kind of like staying at that weight rather than cutting up and down and stuff like that. Um, plus, maybe it doesn't have a lot of weightlifting meets going on that that's going to help her. And mm. she did a two, 215 deadlift when her PR is 220. So potentially she can be looking at some PRs. Um, Sophia Ellis didn't post up too much, but she said she had like a PR on her bench. She did 115 for four reps and uh, she's nominated at 118. I think she's done a 120 before. And she doubled 215 on deadlift. She's done 237.5. So she could be looking at maybe some PRs there as well. And then the the one that to me seems like she's making the biggest progress and could potentially bump some of these other ladies is Annie Nelson. So it seemed like she maybe had like a disappointing Worlds. Like her total went like I think 20 kilos down from Nationals to Worlds. But she hit 180.5 at Nationals, I believe. And she did a 182.5 in the gym with some more in the tank. The biggest progress seems to be her bench. She's nominated with 95. She did a 110 bench that I've seen, I think, on two different occasions. One was like oh, a yeah. SPD day and one was like a separate training day. And then she has a 205 nominated Dillif and she's done 200 for a double. So I think you could potentially see something big out of her. I think you could potentially see like a 10 to 15 kilo PR, maybe 490, 492 or something like that. And I think maybe she'll bump up some of these other ladies um, that are battling in like that. I put it like in the third or fourth group is like Ivana, Sophia, Annie, and those kind of lifters are battling it out for, you know, eighth, nine, 10th, 11th place. And so I think maybe she can have a really great day and bump them.
0: Hmm. Be interesting. Yeah. I- I'd seen that her numbers are moving up, but I hadn't doubled back to see where they are relative to her PRs. That's massive progress. We'll have to see. Once you get into the 500s, of 63. That's when you're competitive with everyone else, not namely Leah Babel and Corolla Gar.
1: Yeah, I was going to say she had the, yeah, 480.5 at nationals dropped to 460. So now she can get back to 490, 495, maybe even 500. Then yeah, that sets her up very nice for uh, next year. Uh, I don't know if Mo or Rory, you guys have anything to
2: add on these lifters. Um, I think on my side I think Annie's doing very well she's definitely committed to moving into the 63s even on her story she's posting a 110 bench very regularly so it'll be very interesting to see what she can put together for the meet coming up um, and also on the men's side just to go back there's also Adam Filat who's also another 93kg lifter who has is always been kind of like a soft lifter with a big squat never really executed on it and a big bench but he's looking to put together a decent squat and bench together and he's also recently swapped to sumo the dark side and um he seems to be getting it. he's going an easy 10k gpr on deadlifts already so it depends mm. on how he peaks for this meeting he might potentially be rivaling christian for that um, third place or fourth place that fourth place position depending on how well his deadlifts go uh i was going to ask you
1: mo what do you think about uh dylan Nelson? views shady do you think he's going to break that world record
2: um dylan was on track to have a very very amazing performance but unfortunately dylan has broken himself so it's a case of um damn how i don't know like i think he had a back tweak about two three weeks ago so i don't know how much he's recovered from that but he potentially might not be going all out and trying to hit 290 plus this time around maybe save it for euros okay
1: Um, yeah, yeah. Ryan looking at some of the other events or, or, uh, yeah, events that are going on. Um, I don't know if Mo knows any of the lifters from the men's equip pal thing, but six out of the seven are from great Britain, And then one's from Poland, the top guy, obviously being Tony cliff, he's nominated 101 points versus the next guys at 99 points. So he Mm. seems to be the favorite going in with a couple points. I don't really know. I don't know the other guys. I don't know if Mo knows any of these other guys or their buddies, if he has anything on them or if we're all going Tony cliff. (laughs)
0: I'm going Tony Cliff.
1: <laughs> In the women's equip Powell thing, it does seem to be a more of a mix between different countries and different athletes that have competed at World World Games and so on. So Sonia Stephanie Kruger, who you uh, commentated, you know, the other week, is competing and she's the heavy favorite. So she did the uh, World Games, she did the Junior Worlds, and now she's doing the Arnold. And she's at one twelve point one twelve points. Second place is Marta Elvram from Norway at one o five. So it seems like as long as Sony's been able to recover and everything like that, that she'll kind of be the heavy favorite. But Marta Elvrum is a you know world record delifter, a podium finisher, uh, and third at one hundred three is Zuzanna Kula from Poland. She's gone. Um, I think a junior world champion, I think she's podium that open, I think she went to world games as well, uh, and fourth is Ellie Steele from Great Britain at 100 points, so a little bit of a gap between them, but with equipment you never know, like someone, you know, misses two squats on depth and stuff like that gets only their opener in, that can quickly uh, change stuff. And then going on to the women's equipped bench press. Sonia Stephanie Krueger is also doing the equipped bench press. Can I say something about this
0: lady? Um, Not only was she a junior worlds dude, she did junior worlds equipped and classic in like a week apart. And so she did like, she's competing at the world level a week apart and then did world games like three weeks before that. And now two weeks later is doing this and she's doing two different, two different divisions for this one as well. Like that is insane, man. In like a, in like a six week span, she's competing. Like it's crazy.
1: Yeah, and, and this is like what some of the lifters do for the Arnold, especially in the equipped side, like before for like the Arnold US, Bonica Brown has done like a three lift and a bench only competition and like compete on back to back days for for Sony, I believe it's going to be Friday and Sunday. So she at least she gets the one day in between. But since you want to talk to her, talk about her some more just to go over some of her stuff is like, she's a she was a junior, this is her last year as a junior, but in the open equipped. In the open equipped she has the world record in the squat and the 69 76 and 84 kilo class so she has the world record squat in three weight classes she has the bench in the 69s and then she has the total in the 69s so she's been running through all these weight classes taking these world records from all these other ladies as a junior still and yeah she did all these other meets and she's going to compete twice so it's going to be uh, uh, pretty crazy we'll see what she can do on back to back or on a weekend on uh friday and sunday may win money for both and then she's at 114 points for the bench. Behind her is Hildeborg Hoogdahl from Norway at 108. And then in third is Agata Sitko from Poland at 106. Uh, and, oh, and fourth is Corolla Gar. So Coral Gar is trying to compete Saturday and Sunday, and she's also around 106. So that could be another interesting battle with bench. It gets really crazy because it's only one lift. You may change your opener based on people's body weight you may change your third attempt bench press twice you may have to deal with you know different kind of press commands and this and that and so that one can get really wild and we'll see sometimes here in the us people will just be a favorite and bomb out and everyone else will shift up or something, something crazy can happen so you never know
0: especially equipped man yeah.
1: yeah and then the men's equipped bench press um you have ivan kuprinko from ukraine kind of another heavy favorite at 114 behind him is Chimed Surin Bata from Mongolia at 107, and Marius Holper from Norway at 106. So that could again could be another interesting battle. I don't know uh, really these lifters other than Ivan, um, but you know a lot of good names across all these championships um, coming for that prize money. And and I don't know how new Mo, how new is the Arnold UK? Because I believe there's always like Arnold Europe and Spain, but is the Arnold UK more of a, a newer event?
2: uh yes so this is the arnold uk was the first time was last year and they only had the equip bench and then this is the first time they're including raw in it so that's why the equip bench has a if you notice quite a lot of like um, a going for the equip bench on the women's side um that's because the cash spot is a lot larger so they actually have first place is four grand while second place is i think three thousand two thousand five hundred and they give two thousand two thousand and then they give um crash prizes all the way to fourth or fifth place for the equip bench so wow. yeah
0: pretty crazy man
2: That's yeah so it's good that we have um you have um you know to fungan the Cameroonian nilf that no one seems to find he's competing he's well he's put his name down for the raw equip bench and also the equip power lifting so hopefully he'll show up for one Why? of these competitions but i want to see if he
0: shows up what the hell's going to happen here it, Cause he's, he was obviously supposed to go to worlds and it was a bit of a wild card there in terms of what his actual numbers are going to be. Somebody at some point shot me a video of him and I don't know how old it was, but he was shifting some decent weight. Um, like he, he is strong. I forget who found it and where I think I might even been on TikTok. Someone's like, look what I found. And I was like, Oh shit. Now, I mean, I think he was wearing straps. The weights were, you know, uncalibrated, not, you know, gym equipment, but He's strong anyways. He's not like some, you know, he's not not a total phony here. It's just how strong, where he rests, the, all the question marks around him. At some point, I want to see him actually show up to a competition because now it's starting to be, if this goes on for like the next two, three years, he's on every single major competition, Chef feels like, we've given him a wild card. You know, it's, it's crazy, man. Um, yeah, we'll see. He's like the international man of
1: mystery. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in, in Goodlift, you have to have upload your profile. So there is a picture of him. So at least on, on Goodlift, we, we know what, what he looks like. And the only meat results I found from OpenIPF are from 2017. He had a 6.95 kilo total and the 83s. So who knows on that 6.95 and the 83s, five years time, how much his total has gone up. So yeah, he could yeah, legit anyway. have some numbers. It just depends on, you know, maybe he had some travel issues or whatever for South Africa. We'll see if he
3: can make it here to uh, Great Britain we'll see African champs is supposed to be this weekend and he is on the nominations for African champs. Uh, so maybe he'll put up a total this weekend.
2: I think they've already finished African champs, haven't they? Cause I know someone who competed in the one in It's fifteenth oh,
1: through, 15 through 17. So yeah, you're right. Mo today's yeah. the last day.
2: Yeah. And have- he didn't, he didn't show up there. Cause I, I, I I've been trying to find this man. <laughs> um, I spend uh, quite a lot of time. <laughs> so he's, he's obviously coming with a 305 squat, uh, 180 bench, and a 300 kg um, deadlift. But the 305, the current African Championship record is actually 282.5. So he must have done this 305 in some random place. There is not a world record for the African Champs so far. So, yeah. I don't, I don't know mo's I don't gonna know. hire a private investigator to try to find
3: out
0: if this is <laughs> <real> I, <laughs> I need to know this guy keeps signing up for meets and not showing up and he's he's being mentioned on podcasts he's on the nominations like you know what I mean? he's like famous already. It. Uh, it's i don't know for all the wrong reasons but we'll see what happens so anyway fellas do you think that pretty much wraps it up
1: yes sir there
0: it is um as hey. per usual everybody if you're listening, whatever platform you're listening on, please do subscribe. Please do give us high ratings. It is much appreciated. And until next time, six pack lap six up and we are out.